Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast, brought to you by AmpCoil. I'm your host, Freddie Kimmel, and on this show, we discuss the common thread survivors share after walking through the fire, the practitioners making a difference, and the treatment modalities that deliver healing back into the hands of the people who need it most. Witness the inspiration we gain by navigating the human experience with grace, humility, and a healthy dose of mistakes. Because part of being human is being beautifully broken. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beautifully Broken Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. We have Dr. Eric Zelinsky, who is someone that's creating a new platform to receive the world where we're at right now in this COVID-19 situation. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I, it's an honor and a privilege, and I look forward to being able to share some, hopefully, little practical tips for people to to get through this situation in a much better situation than maybe they're in right now. I think that can't be understated, especially the uh, where the rubber meets the road takeaways is what people are really needing right now. Uh, you know, I see if I scroll through my social media feed, what I'm filled with is a little fear and anxiety on how many different opinions there are. And it seems like everybody is screaming from their soapbox the right way to move forward right now. And as a doctor, you know, as someone who has, um, we, we could, I just would love to also just, can we go into a little bit about your background? You know, you have an incredible background in the world of essential oils and aromatherapy as a practitioner. Could you just give us a little bit of your uh, background in that, in that field? Yeah, I, I'm a natural health educator. Um, my wife and I focus on on biblical health. And so we come from a Christian lens and a faith-based background that where we were really shocked. And I was really shocked when I became a Christian to see, quite frankly, how unhealthy Christians are. I mean, statistically speaking, some of the most unhealthiest people on the planet when you look at Southern Baptists and other denominations. And so, you know, I, I was very unwell. And when I had my epiphany coming to Christ moment, I battled with narcotic addiction, substance abuse, alcoholism, smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, depressed, suicide ideation. Like I was a wreck, chronic pain in my body, um, skin issues, gut issues. Like I, I, you know, I will never forget when a neurosurgeon um, took an MRI in my spine because I had this chronic debilitating condition. He goes, what did you do at 21, 22 years old? You have a spine of a 50 year old. And so, uh, you know, we can kind of go back a little bit, but the, the, the long and the short of it is I just lived a normal American lifestyle and you add some social phobias and some mental health issues to that. And I was a perfect storm to being an emotional, mental, spiritual wreck. And so when I had my spiritual epiphany, I realized, you know, my body is the temple of, of, of the Holy Spirit. I got to take care of it. So I started devoting my life to learning about natural solutions without side effects, looking at how to fix myself. And at the same time, though, People around me, friends and family, coworkers started to see my transformation and they started to say, what are you doing? Can you help me? And I started helping people like for free. It was just my thing. I loved it. I, it was a passion. And so that catapulted me into a career. And out of all the different disciplines, I really aligned myself with chiropractic because um, some chiropractors really helped me get out of chronic pain and got me back to running and playing sports again. Because I, I really, I couldn't play, um, I couldn't play athletic 
sports. I couldn't do things. I was an athlete. I couldn't even compete at a level that I was able to because of the pain. And so here we are, because next thing you know, I, I had a revelation that, you know, I'm not going to be able to fulfill my purpose in life at my J-O-B. And thankfully, I had a wife who very much supported the, the journey. And so we quit my J-O-B in Michigan, moved on to Atlanta, chased after a dream of opening up a health center. And a few years later, launched into this online world. And I haven't looked back since. A couple of best-selling books, blog that, that serves 5 million plus people a year. And we're very honored and privileged to be some of the most foremost essential oil gurus on the planet and wonderfully honored to be able to get people and curate this list of what we call virtual first responders to launch this initiative, this coronavirus support series. And, and that's really why we're here today. That's incredible, Eric. What was, can I ask you just uh, candidly, what were some of the things that you initially changed in your, in your paradigm that you really felt in the body that you had this physical proof that there was something there and got you excited about moving from that life of addiction into one of this new state of vibration? You know, it was purpose. And I, I just got done interviewing Dr. Fabrizio Mancini. People might know him as Dr. Fab. I mean, a regular guest on Dr. Phil and other Dr. Oz's. And, and Fab talks about the fab life. And number one is purpose. You have to live a life of purpose if you want a fabulous life. And I had no purpose. I really didn't. And that was one of the aching things that ate at my soul and was, in my opinion, one of the reasons why it led me to clinical depression. It was because I had no reason to live I, I, outside of myself, and it was very, very empty. No drug, no sex, no nothing could fill up that void. And I think that's what the, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll celebrity culture that you know paints this picture that, you know, through media that you, you can't have it all, but it's a lie. It really is. It's a lie from the pit of hell. So it wasn't until I had a purpose, and the purpose that I had was, you know, I got well, I'm gonna help others. I mean, and that's really been my life's mission now for 17, almost 17 and a half, 18 years is to help people. And I'm telling you something, when it comes to it, there's never a doubt of what I do. There's never a moment when I'm bored. And it's kind of funny, not funny, but sad, breaks my heart at the same time. You mentioned Facebook. How many people are just posting, I'm bored. Like, I don't even know what boredom is. Like there is not enough time in the day for me to do the things that I need and want to do. Like when you are burdened with glorious purpose, you know, I think about the, the, the Avengers movie and Loki, I'm burdened with glorious purpose, right? When you're burdened with glorious purpose of outside yourself to help humanity, if you feel like you're, you're like, you know, the Blues Brothers, we're on a mission from God, right? If you look at all these fun movies, but they, they poke fun at this, but if you don't have that, What's your purpose of living? What's your drive when, when it's just you and the piece of chocolate cake and, and, you know, the bottle of wine at midnight when you know you shouldn't be indulging? What's going to help you say no when you know you should be saying yes? When it comes to those tough moments, you know, when you're on a business trip and you have an attractive man or woman approach you and you have your spouse at home, what's going to help you say no? And to me, it's accountability. So when it comes to it, the purpose drove me to live a life where I'm accountable to the world because the more I'm open to the things that I do in the life that I live, 
you know, all eyes are looking at me. And the fun story is, you know, I'll never forget teaching um, a Sunday school class for a Sunday school teacher who was out and on, on a trip. And I was talking about health and they asked me, hey, can you can you guest teach us about the, the week's lesson? And, and, and they knew me. They knew what I was about. And I incorporated health and wellness into it. Well, I got around around the church that, hey, here's this health guy. Well, who do you think I saw at McDonald's when I was in line, literally getting the dollar toy because I brought my kids to play at McDonald's and they looked at me and said, what are you doing here? Like, you hypocrite. You're telling us to eat healthy, but you're at McDonald's. I'll never forget that moment because there was judgment. There's criticism. And I said, and I was like, you know what? I actually can't go to McDonald's now because people are going to look at me like this. But I literally haven't eaten McDonald's in almost 20 years and I'm not lying to you. So anyway, with that said, we can go on so many different angles there, but if it's not for purpose, that's one thing I hope for people. And this is my Corona challenge. I call it my, my COVID challenge, my Corona challenge. After this experience, which is not going to end anytime soon, we know it. I mean, this is going to be a multiple wave, multiple, several month, if not multiple year experience for the us. We should be challenging ourselves to come out of this experience healthier, wiser, more balanced than ever before going toward at least living the life that we've always wanted to live. Maybe starting that business that you've always wanted to, but you never got around to it. Or amending those relationships that are broken and you just never took the time to. Or whatever it might be, picking up that hobby that's been in the back of your mind for 5, 10, 15 years. This has been such a wonderful wake-up call for people. And I hope that people come out of this much more purpose-driven than ever before. I do too. You know, I, I think about, I think about people like yourself and people like me, you know, I have a very full plate, um, working with a couple startups and the podcast and a coaching practice. And, and obviously you have this massive online platform, the blog and the following and the practice. And, and what about, what would your advice be for the person who feels like because of the lack of work, because of the inability to to many many um, many many people across the country that that can't go, and it's like there's this there's this gap between where they would have connected with a point of service humanity. Where does that person turn to initially to just find where there might be a there might have to be a substitute purpose in there when they can't you know go out and do what they did thirty days ago? One thing I learned in business early on is that we need to fill a niche. You need to fill a need. If you're not filling a need, then you're never going to succeed at a business venture. And ideally, there's something specific that you could do, maybe a little bit better, hopefully, than someone else. And so when this situation happened, and I was immediately overwhelmed with anger, um, that was my main emotion. And I think it's something to even consider, like, how have you dealt with this? You know, are you afraid? You know, are you excited that now you get to live on unemployment and you get to like stay in your pajamas all day for a couple of months? I mean, some people are enjoying this. Yeah, really. Other people are, are, are panicking. They're claustrophobic. I mean, overwhelmed, whatever. Once I started to kind of like process the emotions, one thing that happened to me was that I felt useless and hopeless that I could change anything. And that was a really, really hard thing for me. And so I was woken up in the middle of the night night after night after night. And I started praying. I was like, what can I do? And then this idea came, this coronavirus support series idea came to me. Like, what do I do? Well, here's what I do. I, 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 I'm a guy. I'm a 
natural health educator. I'm pretty well connected in the online space. I know a lot of the famous New York Times bestsellers and all these people. They're in my network. And I'm like, well, why don't I get these folks together and let's let's talk. And let's talk about not just like top five ways of using essential oils for coronavirus, but let's talk about how they are thriving professionally, emotionally, spiritually. And so once I was able to flip the switch and to do something that I knew I could do, that became a focal point where it was 12, 15 hours a day. I was working on this project for two, three, four weeks to get it up and running. And now it's like thriving. But, you know, maybe you're not a podcaster. Maybe you're not a summit host. Maybe you don't know anything tech, but you do something that maybe is unique. Like I've seen so many people make masks and so many people make do-it-yourself hand sanitizer or so many people who have a gift of encouragement focusing on like picking up the phone and calling people that, that they know are alone or things like that. So whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're good at, then it's something that you put your hands to the plow and just get busy. And the more, and this is really with a shift, instead of focusing on what specifically, because you could just follow yourself into a bunny trail trying to figure out, you know, the silver bullet, just get started. And, and that's where I just started. You know, the dream and the vision of me putting together this event with my my buddy and co-host, Wendy Myers, didn't happen at first, but it was start like, you know what, let, let me just start. I got to start something. And for me, the first thing was an article on my blog. I spent hours and hours and hours researching and pulling all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And once that was done, I'm like, okay, that's not enough. Now what? And then it turned out to be this. And then it turned out to be this. And then it became this huge thing. So whatever it might be, and that's something that I've learned. And one of the most common questions I get whenever I'm interviewed for whatever it is, is where do you start, you know, when it comes to using essential oils or living a healthy life? The answer is the same for this too, low-hanging fruit. And for some people, it could just be, quite frankly, simply putting on the oxygen mask for yourself so you could be more responsive and more present for those that you live with. That's a huge thing right now. And, And what about getting yourself into a situation where, you know, you're a little happier, you're a little joyful. And so now you're focusing on posting more positive things on social media instead of just like spreading the doom and gloom. It could be little things, but as long as you have a forward motion and you have momentum, you'll find that other ideas will come. And oftentimes we want to be at step 15 when we haven't even took the first step. And that's just, it's just natural progression. And so anyone listening right now that want to help, you have the ability to help. And it could be very simply just just praying for people and, and picking up the phone or sending a text message and be like, hey, how you doing? You know, I, I got on a couple calls with people that were really, really lonely and they were just on my heart like, hey, I just want to check up on you. How you doing? And they're like, you have no idea what that meant. Thanks so much. Like, it's that simple. And if you are able and comfortable, and hopefully you are to go out and go shopping and get your things that you need, you know, why not call an elderly neighbor and say, hey, I'm going to the store. Can I get something for you? Or whatever it might be. Again, there are a million things. We're kind of like going back to the culture that we had 100 years ago, right? I mean, community living. And that's the other thing. So again, the sky's the limit when it comes to it. But the first thing is the heart and the desire to help. But first of all, you got to help yourself. Yeah, that's beautiful, beautiful advice. And just as you were saying that, I'm, I'm, 
I'm reminded how easy it is. Sometimes it's just the reminder. It's just the reminder of how many ways you can be of service because we think that when our, you know, when our normal avenues are cut off, you, you can feel very shut down. And it just some, sometimes it is the voice of reason saying, look, there's people that need your service. You know, it's a phone call. It's walking over and checking in on your neighbor, but, but you're right. And there, there is, you know, this, and I know this from an energetic level, the energetic body, the immune system, um, when the body's activated in that way and filled with purpose and acting out of love, the immune system performs a lot better than when you do when you're compressed and contracted and living in a state of fear. So I just kind of want to pivot and really focus on um, if we can break down the coronavirus support series that you're creating with Wendy Myers, which I think, you know, you've, you've framed it a little bit, but it's almost, to me, it sounds like an incubator. And it's like how many beautiful life skills based around psychology, finance, parenting, homeschooling can we activate so when we do um when we do experience this rebirth into the world that we're, that we're better for it. So let's, let's dig into that a little bit if we can. Yeah. You know, the, the vision and the purpose from the very beginning was to give people tools to start thriving today and myself included. I mean, this has not been easy for, I don't think this has really, really been easy for anybody for a number of reasons. And it's affecting everyone on a different level and it's affecting every aspect of life. And so what do you do? I mean, what's what's the focal point? How do you help people? Well, we put together just a wonderful hodgepodge, it's a cornucopia of actionable tips and things that people can start implementing today, whether it's you know suicide prevention, how to think about post-traumatic stress even before it happens, to you know circuit breaking stress, guided meditations, I mean, how to be positive to homesteading, like, you know, how many people now are stuck at home? And, and they don't or don't, can't go to the restaurant or they don't want to feel comfortable leaving and they don't know how to cook. I mean, so little cooking tips, pantry tips, gardening tips. You know, it's fun because we have the opportunity. I go back to the 80s when I was raised to those choose your own adventure books. Like we have the opportunity to choose your own adventure. And, and now's the time to dive into those things. And some things you might not even realize that you need. I mean, you know, we're stuck homeschooling. And I say that tongue in cheek, but respectfully, like we're stuck. I have no choice. And we, by design, didn't homeschool our children. Now with four kids and a pregnant wife with baby Z number five, I mean, that was a huge shift for us, like overnight. And so our world, our business life just got flipped upside down. So it's that kind of stuff, like little things, like even how to stay motivated what to do with fear, how to parent in this time. Like, again, when you think about how to manage your life in your home, we've taken a lot for granted, but whether it's children or pets or elderly or living with others or or trying to find purpose and conscious capitalism, you know, there are a lot of considerations. And so it's been a lot of fun, quite frankly, and even fun talking to some financial experts and real estate experts, because a lot of the questions keep on coming back to us. Like, what do I do? right? And so this kind of experience, unlike ever before, is unprecedented. Where a focal point though, and this is one reason why we chose the people that we did, is they are right now actively thriving. Each individual expert, each individual person that we're interviewing, they found ways 
they haven't taken the victim pill. And it's hard because a lot of us have. And woe is me. These are people that are successful in their life. They're successful in their business. They've been knocked down over and over and over again. They've had life-threatening situations, many of them, and they've overcome. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful, again, cornucopia of best practices and, and to help you with virtually every aspect of this quarantine. Beautiful. So where where would you direct people to start um, to jump on board this train? And it's like, we have this free resource here. And I'm kind of just, I was scrolling through the website and the the guests and the topics that you guys have planned are really, really incredible. So where should people go to start doing a little um, up-leveling, if you will? Yeah, simply go to coronaviruscupportseries.com. And I want people to look at this as kind of like a virtual experience. And it's like a video podcast. Everything is completely free. Um, there's no registration or anything required. There are nearly 25 to 30 PDFs that were downloaded or eBooks from the experts to help. We have sponsors that have helped flip the bill because this has been an extremely costly endeavor because as you know, when it comes to um, development and design and all the things related. So I'm very grateful for all of our sponsors who helped flip the bill. And this is a total philanthropic event that people are just given their time. And, and so everything from helping people like the, the Center for Wisdom, Healing, and Qigong in, in, um, in New Mexico with free daily meditations and all the different things that we're offering people, you have all the tools. You really do. You have all the tools to get started. And I want to encourage people, I mean, when you go to Coronavirus Support Series, just take a minute because it's a little overwhelming when you look at like 50 or 60, depending on when you listen to this interview, there'll be up to 100 different interviews at your disposal. Just take a minute and and start to gander and start to review the topics and look at what interests you. And that's that's where I've learned from my own well-being and helping people to to move forward. Again, we don't want to be paralysis by analysis. And that's typically what's happened. And actually, let me tell you, it's exactly what happened with COVID is that there's been so much misinformation, conflicting information about this virus. People are freaked out. They don't know what to do. Like they don't even feel comfortable leaving their home without putting on like essentially a hazmat suit. And there's, there, I just got off the phone with a, a team member that works with me. And she was telling me a story of a local lady who just like had a panic attack in the elevator because someone who's going to be in the elevator wasn't going to be, quote, social distance enough. And so she like freaked out, like almost like 911 kind of situation where she wouldn't allow someone to be in the elevator with her. I mean, just like the hysteria. A lot of it was because paralysis by analysis, too much information overload. So to prevent that from happening, just kind of go through calmly, like, you know, review the topics. Be like, what interests you right now? And one thing we always recommend is go off of your pain point. Like, what is it that you really are looking for? Like, what's that thing that's eating away at you? Like, are you finding your, your productivity low? Are you really looking at, wow, you know what? I'm looking at starting online business tips. We got that stuff. Are you overwhelmed? Do you have pets? I mean, all kinds of different things. You know, you start from there. You're looking at how to like simple things to manage 
anxiety or, 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 or boost your immunity. So you start from there and then you kind of go one by one by one. And it could be a wonderful venture. It could be a wonderful experience. And the reason why we've done it the way that we can is like, this is going to be here for the long haul for people. Enjoy this, you know, share this with your friends and your family member and don't think like you have 24 hours to, you know, do it, to consume all this content or it's going away. No, this is an open ticket for the world. And we just want to take that stress away from you. Yeah. Some of these tools are just absolutely incredible. Just, um, I love the pet, the pet owner survival guide or the, um, some, ER nurse reports from the front line of COVID-19. I think these are just, they're very, very valuable um, topics and the insight is very unique. So I think, again, the the key words are, it's a free resource and there's not a timeline on it. And I don't understand why, you know, someone wouldn't go and start digesting some of this good content. I think it's really, really beautifully done. So I applaud you and Wendy for putting it together and for offering it to the public for free. I think this is just incredible. Yeah, thank you. And and again, a huge, a huge shout out to everyone that participated. And something came to me when I was doing this and, and again, dealing with my own overwhelm, dealing with my own anger and emotions, I, I started, something happened, like, you know what, I can't even think about myself, I just gotta help others. Because that, I feel, has been an underlying issue with a lot of people in this situation. You become completely self-absorbed, which by the way is 100% natural. And I think that's all of our tendencies is just to get sucked in your own head, your own world, and just feel like stuck. So what I've done was I just kind of got out of myself. Like it was almost like a transcendental experience. Like I can't even think about myself. It's not about me. It's about others. And this concept of a virtual first responder came to me because, I mean, not to take anything away from the physical first responders, the nurses and the doctors and the fire and the police and the armed forces, like they're on the front lines. But what about all those people that literally dropped everything in their own world to help? And, and being a first responder is a wonderful concept because it's, it's really properly defined as someone who runs towards an issue to help people, not run away. So you could be a first responder right now. And there are a variety of ways you can help. And so I want to thank all the people that participated and the sponsors because doing what they've done, some people literally dropped everything. Like, I'm going to let me do this. Like, to mobilize something like this can take months. And I kid you not, I've done very, very large 150 plus thousand person events of this scale. It takes months to plan and prep and get on people's calendars. These people dropped everything. And that's something that I want to leave you all with is that this spirit of love, this energy, this frequency, like we talk all about that with folks like Michael Terrell and Master Ming Tong Gu, a Qigong master, like the concept of what we're doing is you're going to leave this experience so much better than what you did walking into this because of the love and the energy and the the vibration that we're sharing with the world because we're not we're not coming from a state of fear we're not coming from a state of panic we're we're coming from a state of of empowerment and it is infectious this is the infection you want to get you want to get the infection of empowerment of love of high vibration of the of the ability and the mindset that you can create 
And you can overcome all things because you are stronger than you think. Like JJ Virgin mentioned when she was talking about her son who had a traumatic um, car accident and was dying on a deathbed in a coma uh, in, in the hospital. And he just revived to life. And now you see this young man thriving. And we are always stronger than what we think. And so the message that collectively we're leaving with people is, you know what? Together, we can do all things. And it's about working together and sharing these tips to help the world. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. So friends, so coronavirus support series.com is where you can access all this information. And Eric what have been, obviously you've taken part in, in, in a majority of these interviews What have been some of your favorite that you've been able to sit through. You know, listening to Samantha Lee Wright, who is the number one essential oil podcaster in the world. So that comes dear to my heart. She talks about some fun DIY solutions, but how to make, and even let me say this, DIY toilet paper. Yeah. And that was kind of fun <laughs> because people are like, what are you talking about? Like she kind of lives, she tells her story about living off grid. Something happened to her and she's like, you know what? I'm not, I mean, she literally lived in like a teepee with her fiance for a couple of years. And so she like is perfectly situated for this. Like she, she knows what it's like living off grid and living off of the land. And, and it's kind of fun to hear her story. And, you know, m my good friend Chantel Ray, one of the most successful real estate agents in all of Virginia, she just dropped some great practical truth bombs on things that we need to consider right now about real estate. Because I mean, this is a huge deal. Do we refinance? Do we not? Do we buy a home? Do we get into rentals? She kind of uncovers all that stuff. Purna. Oh, Purna Malik, she's from India. And you know, they're on like martial lockdown or they were, again, depending on the time that you're listening to this interview, kind of like you need to show papers like Puerto Rico before you leave your house kind of thing. And so she's a copywriting expert. And so she started talking about, this is a great thing for folks that are in business, like advanced copywriting tips for things. Like, because a lot of folks right now, like millions, tens of millions of people just got just let go, furloughed, or they're, you know, hopefully they will get a job back or they don't know. So many people are looking at online businesses. Well, she kind of gave those little cool tips on how to communicate with the written word to help you. Like so many different things like that. So it's been really wonderful um, to be able to interview people like Maria Anderson Farner, who taught and is a family school expert, like not homeschool, family school. But, you know, just going from DIY to real estate to copywriting to family school, you can see the variety of things because the fact is, Freddie, every aspect of our life has just been affected, unlike anything like ever before. And so if we look at the situation as an opportunity to really reevaluate and redefine us, I think we're gonna come out of this experience. A lot of people will. Some people are just not gonna get it. They're just, they're just stubborn. I hope they, I hope they get it. I do. I hope the folks realize that this can be the best situation in your life. And wow, that's hard to say, but you know what? I'll never forget when I first started working with cancer patients. And this is actually part of the documentary that we produce. We have um, something, if you, if you want to cry, if you want to be touched, if you want a real emotional, real blessing, go to Hope for Breast Cancer. Go to hopeforbreastcancer.com, watch this documentary that we produced, 
of this beautiful young girl's journey through through stage two breast cancer. One thing I learned when I first started working with breast cancer patients is that many of them, I mean, most of them that thrived through it saw it as a gift. And I'll never forget when the first patient told me, cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. And, and then she started talking about, it gave me my life back. I didn't realize how unhealthy I was spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Like my, my relationship with my husband is better than ever before. I, I have the job of my dreams now. I stopped settling for things that weren't the best and kind of went through this journey of how she really was cheating herself through life until this death situation came in front of her. And she's like, I got to change. I hope and pray we as a collective can come out of this saying, you know what? COVID-19 was the best thing that ever happened to us. Yeah, I, I, I use that all the time, you know, as a, I say this to my audience a lot and I, and I, and I truly mean it that it is, you know, cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me that I went through it, put everything in perspective and it, in the same vein, you know, going through Lyme and mold toxicity, you know, having to take a little bit of a, take the sidelines for a little while and recollect yourself and and look at how everybody else was living their lives and just have this excitement just to get back into the game. And you develop this intense gratitude that nobody really else can understand or comprehend because um, you see the value in the cup of coffee. You see the value in walking. You see the value in walking outside and even a, a 65 degree day when the sun's beaming on your face. And they're all, that's all incredible. You know, nothing short of incredible. And like you said, there's going to be people that deal with this very differently. It's, it's easy to contract and get small and look at everything that, that has been taken away from us. And, you know, there's also a way to view it as, you know, what, what is unfolding out of this? Like, I, th I think you're kind of pointing to this, um, the chrysalis, the caterpillar going into its phase before it turns into a butterfly. So I couldn't agree more. I, again, I just want to point everybody to this coronavirus support series.com and go check it out. If I were a parent, <laughs> which I'm not, <laughs> but if I were a parent with children, um, I would be sending them there for some of these. It looks like some of these topics are perfect for kids who are looking for good content where they're home being homeschooled. You know, I'll, 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 uh, another one we're going to be supporting this week is I have a friend who is a, she owns a large dance studio in the New York City area. She happened to choreograph many Broadway shows, many television shows. They are opening up their dance studio um, across the world. They're going to teach classes online. So lots of people are doing this. You know, another example of someone saying, well, I could look at my business possibly going under or I can open it up to the world and just figure out how I'm going to bridge that technical gap to launching this online. So I just, I applaud you guys and the team and Wendy, and I'm so excited to dig into some of this content. I'm going to go to the real estate um, episode first because I'm fascinated with what's going to happen to our real estate market after this. Just so interesting. There's everything at our disposal to help us shift from victim to victor, to overwhelmed, to being the conqueror, in a sense. And so when you look at this as an opportunity, an opportunity of a lifetime, that's something that I hope people take advantage of. I really do, and myself included, and I'm preaching to myself here. You know, we have to, we have to encourage ourselves. And I, I cannot stress the importance of the common theme 
that everyone that I interviewed, and I'm sure the ones that Wendy did, the importance of self-care. I mean, there's a reason why every single airline is going to tell you, put on the oxygen mask first so you can then take care of your family and your loved ones. This is no exception. So you have to take care of yourself like never before. And I really want to challenge you all when it comes to you being your best self. You can only do so much if you're what I call your earth suits weighing you down. I mean, now's the time. Now's the time to (laughs) focus on good, healthy eating behaviors. And and I get it. You might be stuck in a one-bedroom apartment. There's a million things you could do. Like my wife just launched her exercise class. You can get a free screening of my wife's exercise class at mamazexercise.com. Like learn how to exercise at home with like no equipment. There's anything, anything at your disposal you could do. But if you skimp out on your health, it's going to cripple you in every other area. It's going to hold you back. And so that's where I've been more focused. Like I work out now more than I ever have. And thank God, because I I'm, I got more time on my hands necessarily where I'm not like driving around in traffic and all these other things. So that's what I want to see. I want to see people posting more on, on Facebook and social media and challenging one another. Like, hey, I just did a thousand steps. You can do a thousand steps, go up and down, up and down, up and down, you know? Make it fun. Hang out with your kids. Be with your pets. This is going to be an opportunity and experience we're going to look back at. And it's either one that we're going to look at with remorse and regret because of how poorly we handled it or one that we're like, wow, kind of surprised at myself. That's what I want. I hope we all can come out of this really kind of surprised and giving ourselves a pat on the back. Like, you know what? I did pretty good. Or I crushed it. And that's what I want to hear. I love those stories. Like, you know what? I did absolutely great. This was an opportunity of a lifetime and I took advantage of it. And I know it's easier said than done. I know it. We've lost family members. We've lost friends. People are sick. People are afraid. You, you can't go outside with someone. You know, if you like, heaven forbid, you sneeze or cough outside. It's like people think you got the plague. I mean, it's like, you know, I get it. This is unprecedented times, but, but we could rise above and we could be a light. Mm. Uh, Eric, I think that's the perfect spot to end the interview. Can if if you had an ask of the audience, is there a way we can support you in in this endeavor? Yes, please share. I mean, just right there. There's buttons everywhere on the website. Mm-hmm. Just go to coronavirussupportseries.com. Share it on social media. Email your friends. Find a favorite interview that really touched your heart, and and give a, a friend or a recommendation of a specific interview that could help them. I mean, whatever it might be, but the the tools that are available. You know, I wish I could put a dollar amount, but to say it's priceless is not cliche. These are people that are all very successful just giving away their their services and their time and their information absolutely for free. And this kind of stuff, as you know, as a coach and as a consultant, this is gold. And so just enjoy it, be benefited by it, and then join the mission and share it with as many people as you can. Beautiful. Um, well, thank you for being a guest on the Beautifully Broken Podcast, Eric. It's just been a joy. And again, I just, I truly applaud what you guys put together. It's an amazing platform and I can't wait to dig in. Thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. Namaste. Ladies and gentlemen, you made it to the end of the podcast. Now in a world where the average attention span is less than 10 seconds, we just spent almost an hour together. 
and I think this is the beginning of something really beautiful. Now, one way to support the podcast is to head over to freddysetgo.com and check out my newly launched page, Freddy's Faves, where I've linked every five-star product and healing modality you hear about on the show. Most offer significant discounts by clicking the link. And please know, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and at the same time, they support the show through affiliation. So, check out Freddy's Faves on freddysetgo.com. This episode of the Beautifully Broken Podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, Ampcoil, upgrading the vibrations of hearts, minds, and bodies all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Grabbing a download is like giving this virtual thumbs up that we're doing it right. And if you want to connect with me, shoot me a message on Instagram at freddysetgo.com or at freddysetgo. That's all for today. Our closing, our closing, the world is hurting. We need you at your very best. So take the steps today to always be upgrading whatever it takes to move the needle. Remember, while life is pain, putting those fractured pieces back together is a beautiful process. I'm your host. I love you. Namaste. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.